Hello and welcome to Nikon Report, your weekly roundup of the latest Nikon news and also other photographic announcements that we found interesting. This is Becky and this is Constantine. And let's dive right in. The biggest news of this week comes from uh, Nikon Rumors website, which we all read and love. Of course. And uh, they write about a recap of a recent internal Nikon presentation, where they confirm that Z7 Mark II is coming in mid-December. Well, we knew about that. We hope so. They're talking about eight new Z-mount lenses uh, released by the end of 2021. And we can confirm that because Nikon updated their uh, lens roadmap very recently. Mm -hmm. uh, there, we actually found 10 Nikon lenses. So I guess two of them are not going to make the cut for next year, but going to be released in 2022. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the biggest ones from that release is 400mm S lens and 600mm prime. So those are going to be great for wildlife photography. Uh, but also we're going to see a 50mm micro lens, which a lot of people thought is going to be a 60mm, and also one of five macro lenses. Yes, in fact they changed from the 60mm, which was on the original roadmap, That's to right. a 50mm a few months back. So uh, that will be interesting to see. I'm also wondering, of those long lenses, are they planning to bring out the 400 and 600 next year, or...? the year after that's a good question i think maybe one of them is going to come out next year mm. and maybe something like 400 mil and then 600 the next year but at this time it's pure speculation yeah exactly and then i suppose there otherwise we've got the pancake lenses um the 85 of which we still don't have the aperture that's true some mm. people are speculating 1.2 i'm hoping for it it's going to be a pretty big lens if it's a 1.2 ah uh, whatever and then a full frame 24 105, mm -hmm. as well as the macros and the um, very, very sought after 100 to 400. That's a good one, isn't telephoto it? Zoom. A lot of people are waiting for this. Yeah. Now the question is, will it work with the teleconverters? Depending on the aperture, I would say. Mm. If uh, we're going to have a, a variable aperture, then it's highly unlikely. But if it's a fixed aperture, then we probably will see the TC14 and 200 um, working with this lens. That would be great. It would expand the compatibility of those Absolutely. Uh, from what we see is Nikon being aggressive, quite aggressive with their mirrorless releases. Mm -hmm. So that's the good news. But also, according to Nikon rumors, they confirmed that Nikon is also going to release several F-mount lenses in 21. So they're not stopping with DSLR range. They're still working on the new releases. Uh, they're also talking about development of new DSLR bodies, so which is also interesting. Yeah, the fact that obviously it is a leak of a meeting, mm -hmm. uh, and the fact that they say potentially two DSLR bodies two DSLRs, in yeah. 2021 uh, really makes me wonder what they're going to be. Ooh, I wonder if it's a D850 replacement. I have heard a lot to uh, to indicate that it might be, although I'm still kind of hoping it isn't. Uh, what do you think the other one would be? That's a good question. D500, perhaps? <laughs> well, if our uh, live stream from a few weeks ago is anything to go by, then no. I've got to yes. wait another eight years for that one. But if you think about it, so uh, D780 came out very recently. Mm -hmm. D6 also came out very recently. So... I personally think it could be a consumer DSLR, so it could be anything, let's say, D3500, 5600 upgrades, or maybe 7500 body. Sure, that's that's definitely a possibility. So that's the new potential announcements in 2021. Mm -hmm. So that was the main news. Yes, and I think the most exciting one, because for me, the most exciting thing is that we're still going to see DSLR development <laughs> and new <laughs> F lenses. Okay, but wait, there are some promotions that we need to talk about. That's right. Um, until the 10th of January. We did have a very, very successful uh, Royal Blue Friday weekend. 
um, that we are still all recovering from, I think. Yeah, <laughs> the, I need uh, a couple of days off, I the think. The whirlwind yeah. that was that. Um, and there were a lot of Nikon promotions that came out just for that weekend, but the vast majority of them for the Z system and the D850, for example, mm -hmm. those are on until the 10th of January. All right. So there's still time to take advantage of those. It's an instant winter saving, so it means that you don't have to apply for anything, you don't have to uh, fill out forms for cash back. The prices are just discounted at the time of sale, which makes life much easier. That's really good. Um, I think the enhanced part exchange is still going for Z6 Mark II and Z7 Mark II cameras. Yeah, and also the 12 months interest-free credit, which we don't normally get to do. So that's also that's true. for Z6 II and Z7 II until the 10th of Jan. Um, what else do we have? All right. Well, this is a peculiar one. Mm -hmm. It says Nikon introduces the Laser 50 and the Laser 30 are laser rangefinders. Okay. What is laser rangefinder? Nobody <laughs> knows. <laughs> I suppose if you're into uh, land surveying or architecture, yeah, or something if it's your like hobby, that. if that's your hobby, work. that's your jam, then uh, that announcement is for you. <laughs> But Go to Nikon website. Not for the me. The link to the article is in the description below. Oh, good. Okay, that makes life right. a bit easier for well, people. Another more interesting stuff mm -hmm. Nikon Photo Contest for 20 and 2021 is now open for entries. Excellent. And they have both a stills and a video category. Yes. And they also have them separated into under 25s, like the new generation, mm -hmm. and over 25s. So the top prize, I believe, is 500,000... Hold on, hold on, hold on. ...Japanese yen. It's 500,000. 500,000 Japanese yen. It's almost like 5 billion, <laughs> but it's but Japanese it's 500, yen. So, and it's 1,000. As I checked, and that translates into about 3,500 pounds, Great British pounds. That's not bad. That's not a bad top yeah, prize. It can get you something like Z7. Exactly. But there are also, for second and third category yeah. winners, there are also cameras and lenses on offer. Um, now, the earliest category closes on the, the entrance, close on the 25th of January 2021. Yeah, so have a look on their website because there are four different deadlines. That's right. And I think the latest one is around 15, 18th of February and the yes. earliest one is on 25th. 25th of January. So if you are interested in applying for that, um, the open format one, for example, if you don't have any particular subject in mind, uh, then do check out the times and the applicant dates on the link below. Fantastic. And uh, speaking of uh, Nikon Global, uh, Nikon School USA mm -hmm. uh, freed up their courses for everyone. So you can go to their website and have a look at their courses for free. Uh, one of the, the one that I particularly liked is the SB5000 Flash with Joe McNally. Oh, great. And that's yeah. a free course. It's a free course. It's oh, available cool. to everyone in the UK, in States, anywhere else. You can go there. And th those are available for free. There's one on, I think, vlogging with Z50. Fantastic. So have a look at Becky's videos on that. Right up well. my alley. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and it's really good because, you know, you don't need to pay for anything. You don't need to get out. You can do it from uh, your home mm -hmm. and... You know, just get some to, knowledge. Just need to know. register. Um, Absolutely. Speaking of, Nikon School UK are also, they do have some free courses still available. Most of their courses are fully booked, I mm -hmm. think, right up to New Year. But there have been one or two that they've opened up slots for. So if you are looking at some of the UK courses, then go and have a look at their website. That's really good. And speaking of UK, uh, Nikon introduced a Z5 kit with 24 to 200 VR lens. Ooh. They said they threatened to do one, but yes. we didn't know if it was coming. And then we waited and waited and waited. <laughs> and then here we go, a couple of months after the announcement. However, it is yes. on offer. 
Okay. It's another one that ends on the 10th of January. Okay. So I think that the saving is, I actually don't, I don't know if it was £90 or £120. I okay. couldn't work it out. But the price is currently 2089 2089 So if you look, £850 lens with a £1,600 body. Absolutely. actually works out. It's quite a good saving. Good saving, good combination. Um, if you look at our 24 to 200 reviews, um, mm -hmm. in our opinion, it's a really good lens. In my opinion, it's almost as good as 24 to 70 f4. So if you have a chance to get it at a bundle price, why not? Exactly. If you want to step into the Z full frame world, then the Z5 is the way to do it. Um, speaking of Z5, yes. in Japan, Nikon introduced a limited set with 24-70 lens. Okay, Z5, 24-70 f4 lens. Okay, because that's not available at that's the moment. That's not available. Right. And it comes with a little um, well, bag of goodies. So okay. one of the things is the filter for 24-70 lens, but it's not just a regular NC filter. Yeah. It's R-Crest filter, which is R-Neo coated filter. Which are not available anywhere except for Japan, I believe. That's right. And what is R-Neo coating again, Becky? Uh, it makes your pictures better. <laughs> That's the magic. It's uh, No, the Arneo coating is a very, very high level of coating. It's not like I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and uh, the idea is that the filter does not detract any image quality whatsoever mm. from the final picture. Yeah, no reflections whatsoever. No, no reflections, no um, interrupting. If you look at the charts with the light rays coming through the All glass. All the lines stuff, that yeah. go up and down. <laughs> yeah. It's like straight lines. It's a straight line <laughs> and only available in Japan. What else does it come with it? Uh, it comes with a metal uh, Nikon Z Hotchu cover. Ooh, Imagine that. That's really cool. And potentially it comes with a spare battery this we're not sure about because we can't read Japanese. No, and even Google Translate wouldn't help us. So we don't yeah. know if it's a spare battery or just one battery, but it looks like a nice kit. It also comes with a very fancy vanity case. Um, oh, and yes. to quote the website, the joy of getting it will be further enhanced. That's pretty much me speaking English. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it? Um, so next. Next, we're going to talk about software and firmware updates. How exciting. All right, so this is the most exciting part. I'm really excited about it's yeah. like uh, like Becky's excited about film photography. Um, <laughs> You're matching my level of excitement about right. film photography. With no, they're going to come later. But okay. so far, so they released the Nikon Z6 Mark II firmware. So in there, they fixed an issue that sometimes caused overexposure in photos taken in continuous release mode. So using AF area mode with human and animal face and eye detection. In that's very niche as a problem but that's mm -hmm. quite interesting it is interesting um from other point of view is actually we would advise you if you're getting your z6 mark ii and also probably z7 uh if you've got ftz adapter make sure you update it to the latest um uh firmware uh, yes. latest version because you don't do what i did don't go out on a shoot without putting the ftz on and then discovering that you need to update the firmware of the ftz in order to use it with the z6 too we've suffered for you it was a it was a sad sad day <laughs> So yeah, um, update your FTZ firmware before you try and use it on your Z6 II or Z7 II. I'm assuming it will it will need the same update. Um, it will save you a lot of heartache. Absolutely. Uh, at this moment, you still need to put on a memory card to update it. But in the future, I think next year, mm -hmm. uh, the firmware upgrades will be available via Snapbridge. Which is fantastic. Makes but, life so much easier. Absolutely. But it's not there yet. No. So we're going to wait for that. And then we had the Nikon D6 firmware update to so yeah. version 1.11. What did they do in that one? Well, to keep it brief, they fixed uh, autofocus fine-tune with zoom lenses. Okay. 
So they've done that. For some reason, it didn't read the longer value of the lens. And also they fixed um, issue with the radio controlled flashes. So if you use two or more flashes, there were some settings that weren't, um, wouldn't adjust if you change them. So right. that has been changed. That's with the advanced wireless lighting system. That's right. So SV5000. Right. With the radio trigger. Radio trigger. Okay. Absolutely. Um, again, you can download them from Nikon website and the links will be in the description below. Mm-hmm. Now, would you want to see any anything specifically, up, uh, let's say, updated for D6? I mean, it's pretty good in my opinion. I think for the D6, we're probably covered. I mean, apart from basic bug fixes and things mm-hmm. like that, what I would like to see is uh, CF Express support going into some of the other cameras. I think we've been waiting long enough now for the D850 yeah. to have CF Express support, but also the D5 and the D500. D5 and D500, I absolutely agree with that. They've announced that, that I think we're, we're around Z7 release. Yeah, when we were at the Z6, Z7... Yeah announcement yes. all those years ago, uh, two years ago in the Design Museum, That's true. That's um, true. I remember that they said CF Express support will be enabled in, in cameras mm-hmm. via firmware update, including the D850, mm-hmm. D5 and D500. We have not seen it yet. Yeah. D500 and D850. From what I hear from the chat on the internet, mm-hmm. that not only Nikon is having problems with uh, CF Express compatibility, apparently it's not only depends on the maker of the cards, but also the capacity of them. So. Um, from what I've read, there's, let's say, some 64 gig cards working really well, yeah. and then 128 gigs are uh, um, problematic. So I would say bear with us, and hopefully you can re- release um, a compatibility update soon. Excellent. Okay. And then in terms of lens firmware, we also got an update on the 24 to 72.8, didn't okay, we? Okay, yeah, very small update. And basically, all they did is just edit Z6 Mark II and the 7 Mark II um, in compatibility list. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a thing which is in custom settings menu where you can reverse ring for focusing okay, yes. from one to another. Um, and for some reason, it didn't work originally with those cameras, and now it works. Exciting. And the most exciting update the, we the had. The best firmware update we had was the WT7 firmware. Um, they released a version 1.5 and added support for the Z7 and Z6 Mark II. Exciting. So WT7 is a wireless transmitter. That's for, all we know. For, for those of you that didn't know what that was. <laughs> yeah. Um, then... We had a um, software update as well. Well, mm-hmm. a release and update. So Nikon released version one uh, of Nikon Webcam Utility. Which is great. This software allows you to use uh, your DSLR. So let's say Z7 or Z6 That's or even D850. <laughs> your Z camera or DSLR. Yes, and your mirrorless D850 <laughs> um, as a webcam. So you can connect to your computer, install the software and use it as a webcam or also, you can stream with it. Yes, which uh, which you actually successfully managed to set up, didn't you? Absolutely, yeah. We've shot one video on how to actually set it up, so that's coming out soon. Uh, keep an eye on our website. Yeah, so part of the update was, first of all, they added Mac compatibility because originally it was just for Windows 10. Yep. Um, and they also added the number of bodies that you can use, so including Z6 and 7 Mark II, uh, D5, D810, 750. Yeah, even 7200. And even 7200 and, the, and the smaller bodies like the 3500. Yeah. That is very impressive because originally you had to have one of the very latest bodies in order to get that to work. So I'm excited to see your video when it comes out. Very soon. Yeah. Hopefully. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Okay, on another Nikon related news, we're going to talk about some third party releases. So uh, 
Nisi released a 100mm filter holder for Nikon Z14-24 lens. Which is interesting because the filter thread is 112mm. That's a good question, isn't it? So yeah. we assume so the filter holder mounts on the camera itself. Yes. And then you use a pretty much kind of rectangle um, pieces of glass to slide it in. So similar to Lee filter system. Like the Lee and also Kokin do a similar filter That's right. system, although not necessarily Absolutely. this big. So this is the um, 100mm series. You will be able to find it on the Nisi website and we will include a link to it below. Absolutely. And then uh, company um, Nauticum. 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 Is that how you spell it? Okay. Well, like nautical. Nautical, yeah. like of the sea. Yeah, yeah nautical. Nauticam. No, it's fine. Uh, Nauticam also released a uh, underwater housing for the Nikon Z50. It's Fantastic. A, how much it is? It's a bargain. No, yeah. it really is. It's £2,176. Okay, so I can potentially buy three Z50s, um, dunk them all in the water, throw two in the water, <laughs> and still we have one Z50 left. You could, however, as underwater housings go, I would say that that's not the most expensive one. The mm -hmm. most most of the underwater housings tend to be at least three plus times the cost of that's the camera true. that they're supposed to cover. So um, again, we will pop a link to that below if you're interested in an underwater housing for your Z50. That is a professional underwater housing, so it's not just sort not of... Not like a plastic bag with a rubber band around, no? no? Okay. Um, what's up next? What's up next? Okay, CP Plus camera and imaging show is confirmed for February 25th, 28th in Yokohama. So that's oh. a Japanese photography show. Why is it important? Well, let me tell you. Generally, Nikon announced a lot of new stuff around that time. So generally, we have... Um, Show in Japan, uh, show in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. um, in January. Then we have a show in Japan, which is this one, CP Plus. When's um, the camera Vegas, show. Vegas one? The Vegas one is around January. Uh, so, okay. again, this one has been cancelled. So, the interesting thing that CP Plus is still on on 25th and 28th. Uh, from another news, is uh, Fotokina was suspended until further notice. That's a shame. And that's pretty much the biggest photographic show in the world, it isn't really it? It really is, yeah. I mean, there's there's a few, like, for example, the photography show, which was delayed, 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 and then cancelled. And now we're, I think, looking at an online version mm -hmm. of that. Um, SWPP is currently still scheduled for yes. March. Absolutely. So that one was generally, I think, in January, and that's it's been moved to March. Yeah, so that's the Society of Wedding and Portrait Photographers, for those of you that don't know. Uh, so we, we potentially have some photographic events to attend in exactly. 2021, provided exactly. we can. And that's very interesting on the um, CP Plus show. So 25th to 28th of February. Yes. Excellent. Mark your calendars. Yeah, <laughs> in case you want to yeah. go over there. Um, right, so now other non-Nikon related non -Nikon news. Non-Nikon related news, something that we found interesting. And I think one topic I want to talk about is Nikon released their new MacBook. King, Apple. I'm surprised that Nikon didn't release the new MacBooks and Apple, and Apple did. That is okay? that is surprising. All right. Well, I'll wait for Nikon to announce theirs. But <laughs> in the meantime, we'll talk about Apple. In the meantime, Apple. let's talk about Apple ones. So yeah. they released new MacBooks containing their new brand new chip, which is called M1. So it's not Intel chip. Right. It's not AMD chip. It's their own, uh, their own make uh, made chip. So um, Interesting. Yes. What does it mean for photographers? I have no idea. Okay. Well... Basically, the chip is very similar to iPhone and iPad. Right. Okay, so it comes from that. So it can actually run iPad and iOS um, software yeah. natively. Right. Now, the software that was designed for Macs, mm -hmm. which was generally Intel-based, 
um, can now work on those marks uh, via Rosetta 2 emulator. Okay. So at the moment, it's an emulator that runs this software. Okay. However, uh, there will be a specific piece of software like Photoshop released that's specifically designed for this chip. So mm. what does it mean? It's going to be a lot faster. So the current benchmarks that just came out in, as a single processor, it's already faster than previous generation of Intel MacBooks. Okay. So um, in, if you are content creator, so video um, creator, photographer that's working with large high resolution files. Yeah. Um, or a streamer, you will definitely benefit from this. So um, right. it's a new development and it's quite exciting. To be honest with you, we will need to wait and see, unfortunately, because it's just out. So there's not many um, types of software that support it. But sure. if, uh, let's say, you wait for about three, six months, I'm sure you will see huge improvements in terms of performance. And probably a ton of field tests will be done. Well, as that's well. the thing. And price wise, to be honest with you, for the performance you get from them, yeah. um, it's pretty good. So generally, MacBooks were considered to be quite expensive. Yeah. Uh, they are quite competitive with this generation of laptops. That's maybe it's time for me to upgrade. You never Not know. Yet. <laughs> My old 2008 iMac, you know, maybe I should upgrade that one. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the, the verdict's out whether or not it will be faster, this new one, than my old time. You know, as long as it can run solitaire, I sh I'm sure I'm going to be fine. Solitaire is all I need. Yeah. Um, it, so they've released a MacBook and an iMac, as far as I saw. Uh, so it was Mac Mini, and it was uh, MacBook Air and MacBook Pro. Uh, the difference between MacBook Air and Pro is MacBook uh, Air has funless design, so there's no design laptop at all. Ah. So it makes it small and light. Right. Um, and the Pro has a fan. So okay. while they have identical processor yeah. and identical RAM, 8 gigabyte or 16 gigabyte, mm -hmm. technically the MacBook Pro should work better under load. So performance for general tasks is gonna be identical, right. but if you, let's say, you are encoding a 4K video, yeah. that's where the Pro is gonna be slightly better. So it will be, just will spend less time you know, exporting that video. Excellent. All right, all your latest Nikon slash Apple news. <laughs> yes. Um, so when Nikon released their MacBook Pros, I will update you as well. <laughs> uh, what's up next? Kodak is releasing their 70s inspired metal film case in six colors. I saw this. They're very cool. They look very, very, very cool. So they hold up to, I think, six rolls of film. Um, and they come out in, it's either five or six. Yeah, so um, six rolls of films. Would it last you about two hours of shooting? For, is that for what me, it is? probably. Yes, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, more like a few days. And how many memory cards can I put inside? <laughs> None. <laughs> um, and they come in six different retro style colors, including silver. Um, they do a, the sort of traditional Kodak red and yellow. Yes, I like that. Blue and yellow. Mm -hmm. And then they do yellow and silver with the silver base. And then they do white, black, and just an all silver version. Fantastic. I will have one of each, please. Brilliant. And they're not very expensive, so it's no. a kind of a good uh, Christmas present That's for someone. That's very true. Very nice little Christmas present for the film enthusiast in your life, or for Becky. Or for Becky. Wink. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, and that's it for the news for this week. Yes. Uh, we're gonna move on to some reviews that came out for uh, Nikon equipment. So, let's talk about my review of 20 port 200, which is a cracking review, if I say so myself. Thank you very much. Good it was sense. my first one, uh, and I'm speaking very fast in there. Yes, so, I know. I had to put subtitles on, um, although to be fair, I do quite often do that anyway. Yeah, I had to put subtitles in Russian <laughs> to understand myself. I can tell you that. <laughs> Um, we've also got, hopefully, my Z6 II review coming okay, out. Okay, yeah, that's coming soon as well. It has um, been filmed. It is in the can. What are your thoughts so far? Um, so, I personally found it not to be dramatically different to the Z6. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
this is my review in like a 10 second nutshell. Um, but the focusing was faster, particularly mm. for animal IAF. It does not work on rabbits. How is it in low light as well for focusing? Is it better? Much better in low light for okay, focusing. Exactly. As I say, because I took it on a shoot and didn't update the firmware of the FTZ, I could only test it with Z lenses, which um, wasn't great because I mm -hmm. don't have a huge selection of those <laughs> at home. But it was it, it was impressive. It was a nice improvement from the Z6. Fantastic. And also e4tazine.com uh, released their review on the of Z6. Yeah. And they're kind of pretty much in line with you. Uh, they say it's a good two-year upgrade. Yes. So it's not a revolutionary upgrade, but yeah. you've got two memory card slots, which is a huge improvement, and overall just uh, much better, kind of the faster performance overall. Exactly. Um, so there also um, was a review on 1424 F2.8 S-Lens uh, yes. by Camera Labs. They, uh, they released two reviews um, last month. There's one on 1424 and one on the Z teleconverters. Yes. Uh, so what they say is it's definitely... Um, overall better than the F-mount version of 1424. Okay. Uh, one thing they're not particularly happy about is bokeh, which I think for this type of lens, I won't worry too much about that. It's not usually what it's used for, I would say, but fair enough. Yeah, and also large 112mm filter. Yes, I can understand why that might be a bit cumbersome, but actually with the Nisi filter system that we just Here mentioned, we that is probably going to be easier to buy those plate filters or those sheet filters um, instead of buying lots of circular yeah. polarizers. We did actually get a shipment of the circular polarizers. Mm -hmm. They are a stonking £549. <laughs> 549 pounds for the polarizer and i think it was 309 or 329 don't quote me on that mm -hmm. for the neutral color 112 mil filter mm -hmm. um so only buy one if you really need it <laughs> so well absolutely but at the same time if you're shooting a lot outdoors i yeah. guess any filter is better than no filter this is very true just for kind of safety purposes really more than anything else uh but they're also good uh quote very good resolution uh, almost um, no color aberrations, mm -hmm. so or chromatic aberrations. Mm -hmm. So overall, they say it's a good upgrade over the current F mount uh, fourteen twenty four. Excellent. Um, also on their Nikon Z teleconverters reviews, they're quite happy. They say it's a good match to seventy two hundred that's already out. Yes, uh, of course, it's the only lens you can use. Absolutely, it on. and that's what they kind of the main complaint in their review is about that there's only one lens available at the moment. Yes. Wow. Um, one of the things that they mentioned, and I think. Everyone should know it. Um, so uh, basically, uh, the rear part of the no, the front part of the teleconverter has a quite a long protrusion element. Yes. So when you're taking it um, over the camera and putting it on, make sure that you don't put it the opposite way because yeah. you can actually touch the sensor with it and scratch it. Yeah. Uh, Nikon actually has a cup that shows you how to put it's the teleconverter got on. the diagram. Do yeah. not put it on the wrong way round, whatever you do. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's kind of one of the things that I think a lot of people need to remember and maybe not to rush with the things when you're on the shoot. So just kind of do everything slowly and properly. Exactly. And um, apart from that, I think overall quality and um, the, the amount or lack of quality that it redu reduces mm -hmm. from the 70s to 200 seems to be just as a general consensus, not just from them, but from customers who've been mm -hmm. using it, um, they've said it's very, very impressive. It Fantastic. reduces pretty much no quality at all. So, definitely. Do you think we're going to see 1.7 teleconverter at some point? Um, I, You know, of all of Nikon's teleconverters, I think that that's probably been the least popular for mm. us, particularly in recent years, because they haven't updated it. That's true. It's so, still a Mark II version, isn't it? Yeah. And yet it is kind of the sweet spot of teleconverters um, because it's not 
so much that it reduces by two stops and also it's not so little that you don't get enough extension. So hopefully Nikon will make a 1.7 at some point, but I think the first priority is to bring out more lenses that are actually compatible. Fantastic. 100 to 400. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink, Nikon. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Come along. Uh, that's it. This that's is a it? wrap. Wow. Absolutely. This was um, our first, first go. So Thank you so much for bearing with us. Uh, we hope to come back to you next week, but we'll depend on the amount of news that will be out. It'll either be a really short podcast or... A... <laughs> 30 seconds with Con <laughs> or Becky right. or both of us. Yeah, exactly. But thank you very, very much for watching. And or listening. Thank you, Dad. And thank you, Mom. <laughs> and we will see you again, hopefully, very soon.